Hi, I'm Cody Goff, and this is Game Life Balance US. Today's episode is not about a video game. It's not about professional wrestling, despite what you might have thought from the title of this episode. It's a story about a guy who had a passion project that he just wouldn't let go, and he hung on to it, and it's still going on strong. On a recent episode of this podcast, I interviewed the author of a book called The Minds Behind the Games, Interviews with Cult and Classic Video Game Developers. The book was by Patrick Hickey Jr., and one of the stories in that book is about Pro Wrestling X. And as soon as I read the story of Pro Wrestling X, I told Patrick, you got to introduce me to the guy behind this game. The mind behind this game, as it were. And he did. So I got the chance to talk to Dave Wisnowski, who is the guy behind Pro Wrestling X. And again, you don't have to like wrestling. You don't even have to like video games. This story is going to resonate because it's a story about a guy that won't give up. He still hasn't given up. And it might even motivate you to, I don't know, follow your own dream, even if it's something that really you're not in any way qualified to do. Because <laughs> that's pretty much where Dave started. Anyway, I'm not going to give away the whole interview right now. Let's roll the intro and then on to Dave Wyshnowski. I'm Amos, host of Undaunted, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready, because geekiness begins in 3, 2, 1. So Dave, let's set the stage. Pro Wrestling X. This has a development history, I guess, that you might compare to, what was that game that, that didn't come out for, like, ever? Duke Nukem? The new Duke, Duke Nukem? Duke Nukem Forever, yeah. Duke Nukem Forever, right, right. So it's it's been in the works for a hot minute, but it's got a cool story, and if I can be totally honest, I think it's in pretty good shape right now. Well, thank you, man. We've, we've, we've struggled hard pushing this boulder up a hill for this many years to get it to where it is. So I really appreciate you saying that. Sure, sure. And we'll, we can talk a little bit about the current state of the game in a bit, but there's a lot of history to it. So where do you start when you tell people, I've been working on this game, Pro Wrestling X? What, what's the elevator pitch you give? Well, you know, I, I, people often ask, you know, how it started and the, uh, you know, the, the famous or infamous story is that uh, years ago when Nintendo came out with the GameCube, they were following up uh, the success of the, the ever popular Nintendo 64, which had some of the best wrestling games in a lot of people's opinions. Uh, you know, you had No Mercy and, and Revenge and, and those kind of games. So we were all looking forward to what the new hardware was going to do. And everyone was just, you know, fantasizing. Well, wow, seeing what they could do on the Nintendo 64. Could you imagine how great the wrestling games are going to be on this GameCube hardware, right? But then... Um, the first wrestling game came out for the GameCube it was called WrestleMania 18 or WrestleMania X8. And it was a colossal letdown for, for a lot of reasons. And uh, I've definitely learned that those reasons were not what the typical gamer thinks a reason is for a game being bad. I was one of those original trolls on the GameFAQs forums back in the day, uh, calling the developers of WrestleMania 18 all sorts of names, <laughs> calling them lazy and lazy and stupid, and they didn't know wrestling games. And uh, I'm embarrassed to think of it now because 
one of the people I was calling out was the producer of that game, Sanders Keel. And now we're pretty good acquaintances, if not friends. <laughs> but uh, back in the day, I was spouting off about how terrible WrestleMania 18 was. And I swear, somebody got fed up with me in the forums and said, man, if you think you can do better, why don't you make your own wrestling game? And I thought about it for all of five seconds. And I just replied, fine, I will. And uh, I started learning how to make a wrestling game. And at the time, I was qualified to do nothing but uh, teach guitar lessons out of my house, which is what I was doing at the time. So I was, at the time, 100% the most unqualified person to start a a video game uh, development company to try to make a wrestling game. My only qualification was that I liked wrestling games and I thought that would be enough. And honestly, over the years, that's kind of what I had to go back to, to, to keep me, uh, keep me going, to keep the steam going in this project, which is my love of wrestling games. So, uh, yeah, it started on a dare, believe it or not. <laughs> so it's kind of a, kind of a funny thing to change your life path on is a dare on a game facts form, but that's how it happened. That is a wild little origin story. And where did you start learning? Did you did you pick up a book at the time, or did you get in touch with a game developer? Where'd you start? Well, at the time, I was living in Vancouver, and the game industry was booming down there. Oh, it's like huge time. there, right? Still, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 morphed a bit over time. But at the time, you know, um, big companies like Electronic Arts and, and Radical Entertainment, you know, everybody was riding high on that generation of consoles and whatnot. So... I just reached out to some people I knew in the industry and I said, hey, man, I want to make a wrestling game. How do you do it? And uh, people want to help. People were kind of uh, happy to see that someone was this fired up to make a, a game. So people in the game industry were happy to give me their advice. And funnily enough, nobody told me I couldn't do it. Aww. They all warned me that it was going to be possibly the most difficult thing ever accomplished they tried to politely point out that there's a reason there are 5,000 first person shooters on the market and less than a half dozen wrestling games it's not because they're not popular they sell like hotcakes but they are extremely difficult to make from a technical point of view and to make well so I, I had a few uh, friends and acquaintances try to politely dissuade me (laughs) the pain and suffering it would take to make a good wrestling game in fact i remember uh somebody had asked sanders keel the producer of no mercy and hence wrestlemania 18 they said this guy dave is going to make a wrestling game do you have any advice for him and sanders relayed the message tell him to just uh crack a beer put his arm around his girlfriend and forget about it wow (laughs) you know it's not worth the pain and suffering but uh, I, I disagree, man. So honestly, I, I just, uh, I, I never set out to be the CEO of a, a wrestling game development company. I just, I had to become one to get this game made because I, I'm not a programmer. I'm not a 3D artist or an animator. And I sat back and went, wow, to, to actually learn how to do all the disciplines it would take to make the kind of wrestling game I want. Because I didn't want to make just a good little indie wrestling game. I was like, I'm making No Mercy 2. Whatever that means, whatever that takes, that's what we're shooting for. So I was like, all right, well, I'm never going to be a programmer or a 3D artist, but perhaps I can find really good people who are. And um, maybe they want to join me on this crazy pirate ship ride. So I just started talking to everyone from my accountant to a lawyer friend. And I was like, what's it going to take to 
to start a development studio and, and they would say, well, you're going to need to raise some money. If you're going to raise money, you're going to need to incorporate a company. You're going to need to sell some shares. You're going to need to apply for some grants. You're going to need to interview some people. You're going to need to rent studio space. You know, yeah. I'm like, wow. And you know, honestly, just every day I got up and, you know, try to figure out what's the next baby step I got to take. And uh, the early years of the project, not much happened for the first year or two because I was really just learning what's a business plan, what's a marketing plan, what's what's a game design document. You got to design a game on paper before people can actually put it into a game engine and, and make it fun, you know. So just learning those things little by little, the first few years were spent really, I think I melted my library card just trying to take out every <laughs> every one of those uh, for dummies books I could find, you know, accounting for dummies, raising money for dummies, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff to try to figure it out. So, yeah, I've been I've been told by a few people that I ended up getting my MBA the hard way. <laughs> yeah, right. Self self-taught, self-earned. What year was this post where you said, "All right, I'm going to do this." Oh man, this had to be around like 2003. 2003. So it's been in development quite the process for, for about 15 years. Well, there's been various versions of it. One of my regrets is that because I had talked such a big a big game about I was going to make the, the best wrestling game ever by the fans for the fans over the first half of the of the game's life those first half dozen years we made playable versions and demos and prototypes uh, that we never showed anybody in fact it's only been in the last six months i think uh, on twitch broadcast we've we've dug some of these old playables up because uh, i was honestly embarrassed by my first few attempts at a wrestling game when i saw just how difficult this was going to be and what i ended up with i mean in hindsight it was all actually pretty pretty cool commendable that we got to get uh, anything playable off the ground considering we were a bunch of nobodies who'd never done this before so when people say oh this game's been in development for all these years when point of fact is the game that's on steam right now is only a few years old we've we've rebooted the game so many times as new technology new game engines offered us more power and freedom and uh we're in the middle of of doing that again so uh yeah, the, the game that you play right now on Steam is the most impressive version of Pro Wrestling X we've ever developed. And that's the product of just a handful of core crew that we have right now over just the last few years that started again from scratch. Yeah, and I do want to talk about the current state of the game and the current game, but what does your company look like? Do you have a company then? Like, do you go into an office every day with a bunch of developers? You know, I used to. Uh, the first kind of golden era of pro wrestling acts, uh, <laughs> I raised uh, over a quarter of a million dollars to open uh, a small physical, like, you know, indie studio in Vancouver. And we cranked on that for a couple of years where we had like, you know, half a dozen people working out of the studio, like a real legit studio. <laughs> but, uh, well, long story short, that kind of came to a crashing halt <laughs> and, and, uh, We've been kind of doing it with everybody just uh, working remotely. I work out of my, my home here in, in Lethbridge, Alberta, and we've got guys in, in Vancouver and in, in Michigan, uh, down in Milwaukee. Everybody works remotely. And, and honestly, this day and age, man, uh, I know I sound like an old get-off-my-lawn kind of guy, but but these days, working remotely makes, makes the most sense. Uh, oh, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you there. 
Yeah, I mean, I've got uh, the best crew right now, and there's no way I could get all these guys to to move to the same physical location to work. You know, they're kind of committed to being where they are. So being able to access the talent that we have now uh, with people working remotely, it's fantastic. And I'm not spending thousands of dollars a month on studio space anymore. So that's <laughs> well, it's a cool story. And now we're kind of caught up with 2018. Let's zoom out to just wrestling games in general, because I agree with you. When I read, or maybe I heard it from from Patrick Hickey Jr. during our interview, but either when I, when I talked to him about it or when I read it in the book, it kind of mentioned WWF No Mercy, back when it was WWF, for the Nintendo <laughs> 64 was pretty much, and I think still is considered by a lot of people, the best wrestling game ever made. and And not in terms of like, oh, you know, GoldenEye was the best first-person shooter, but you can't go back and play it now because it's crap. We're talking mm. like, if I bust out my N64 right now and I play No Mercy, I'm going to have the best wrestling experience that I can get. What is it that makes that game so good? Or can you help me kind of explain it? Because it is remarkable, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and we did. I mean, I, I've spent so much time uh, as a grown adult, shamefully, playing all these wrestling games and trying to learn, like, what makes the fun ones fun and the crap ones crap? Because the truth is, wrestling game developers, whether they make a great game or a flawed, terrible game, they're all good people trying really hard to make the best game they can. And I knew that would be a really easy trap to fall into and make a terrible game <laughs> if I didn't know what made a good one. You know what I mean? So we, I really went down the rabbit hole with those games made by Aki, like No Mercy and WrestleMania 2000 and that, to figure out why were they so much fun. And I mean, first things first, I mean, you can hand someone a Nintendo controller and say, this button grabs, this button punches, and you pretty much got three quarters of the game figured out. You don't have to pick up the manual to figure out how to do anything fun. Or basic. Mm. And it's just really, really well balanced. And I mean, not to, to completely geek out and nerd out here, but what they came up with was a really brilliant, simple control scheme. You basically only needed two buttons to do most of the actions in the game. Like I said, aside from moving your character, you know, you, you got the one button grabs your opponent. And once you grab him, you press a button again in any direction to do a move. It's super easy to figure out, right? Yeah. And uh, another button is strike. And so if you're close to the guy and you hit the button, you punch. If you're farther away, it automatically kicks. So it kind of idiot-proofs it for you and keeps it fun. But another thing they also did, which we, quote-unquote, were inspired by or borrowed, is they had a really simple and really intuitive system for throwing weak or strong attacks if you just tap the button you would do a weak strike if you just tap the grapple button you do a weak grapple but if you were really into the game and you press those buttons hard you would throw it up and do a strong grapple without even really trying or knowing why you were doing it you know like it was just so simple that you could tell someone this button strikes this button grapples tap for weak hold for strong well what else do you need to know, really? Aside from some of the more idiosyncratic, like picking up weapons or climbing or stuff, they really kept it simple. These days, I mean, you pick up the new WWE 2K game, and you're not playing that sucker without going over the instructions a few times to figure out how to do the basics. Yeah, it's easier than even a fighting game with medium punch, low punch, high punch. You know, you exactly. just got the one button. I, that's true. I hadn't thought of it that way. And I, to me, I, th I think also the sound design is a big part of it. And the way the characters move, there's like a weight 
to the characters that I think some of the modern games lack, especially the GameCube games and PlayStation 1 games. Remember SmackDown on the original PlayStation? The characters just felt light and kind of weightless. And if you want to drive a guy through a table, you want to drive a guy, like a guy through a table, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And some of those games, like back in the day, the SmackDown series was notorious for being what they called at the time, like arcadey. Like it was really quick. And like you say, it didn't feel like anything really had any consequence to it. It didn't feel dramatic or heavy when you picked a guy up and slammed him through a table, you know, whereas we kind of learned from that. And in our game, when you want to do something really huge and dramatic, like do a finishing move, throwing a guy off a scaffold, you got to work for that move, man. It's not going to happen accidentally or quickly. Oh, I noticed because I threw a guy off a scaffold the other day. Oh, yeah. And I was real happy about it. <laughs> you That's have no nice. idea. I was so excited. Yeah, let's let's talk about the game now. I, just, I wanted to give it as much context as possible because it's got a cool backstory and it's got a reason for being. It's not just, I wanted to make a wrestling game, so, you know, I'm going to do this. It, it's like, I identify that there's a genre that needs a follow-up to this game that came out 15, 20 years ago because nothing that good has been made since. And Pro Wrestling X, from what I've played thus far, I definitely felt Shades of No Mercy. But at the same time, it's it's very distinct. It's got its own flavor. It's it's more modern. It's edgier. It's, it's, it is a 2018 game that is as good as a game that came out many years ago. And I think that that's a huge accomplishment. I honestly, if, if, if I ever only heard one comment from our game and it was what you just said i would die a happy man because <laughs> that's exactly exactly what we were going for you know like um the first step in in making anything is imitating the greats <laughs> you know what i mean to learn how to do it right yeah so we definitely pray at the altar of the Aki wrestling games. And whenever whenever we come across a new game mechanic that we're trying to figure out, the first question we ask is, what would Aki do? <laughs> and we don't try to, we're not trying to copy them frame for frame or anything, but the thing is they did it right. And why reinvent the wheel? But then, like I say, we, we got to a point where it's like, all right, we, we, I think we've got this fun factor figured out. You know, it works. It needs to be polished up and, and to be made a lot smoother and everything. But I think we got the game mechanics figured out and we're pretty happy with that. But then we get to the next step where it's like, okay, we, we've proved we can make a wrestling game. But this isn't just an exercise, like an academic, let's make a wrestling game exercise. It's like we really want to make the game that we want to play that nobody else is making. And and here's the thing, man, like No Mercy Nintendo 64 was a long time ago. And most of the people that were really into those wrestling games, they're not 12-year-olds anymore. They're adults. And what they do for fun is they're watching Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad or something. And, and that's what they find entertaining these days. So we really wanted to take wrestling games and kind of go, what kind of game would, would the Aki guys be making today if they were still making them for a mature audience? So really am proud with the way that the team has not just rested on the laurels of, of, of nostalgia, the old Nintendo 64 stuff, but they're really, really having fun with the tools and the technology that's available today. Like we're, we're doing stuff that you couldn't do on the Nintendo 64 with ragdoll physics and scaffold matches and real-time physics breaking tables and, and stuff like that. And it, we're just, just 
upping the upping the level of kind of insanity that you can do in a wrestling game. We're really finding that people are responding well to the chances we're taking with development and new stuff because we rested on the nostalgia for so long. We were kind of worried that anything we tried to do to break the mold now might be not well received. But I'm telling you, man, when, when we did some live Twitch broadcasts and the first time uh, we threw somebody off the top of a cage with ragdoll physics, I thought, oh, oh, here we go. We're going to get just f- roasted. But people popped huge they loved it they thought it was hilariously fun and awesome so maybe we were a bit wrong that people want like a really serious wrestling sim i think they they want the core gameplay to be a certain level of respectable towards what wrestling is but they're they're totally open to crazy physics high spots and stuff like that and because we're making it for an older audience this game is going to be it's already shaping up to be more of a hardcore bloodbath than the WWE would ever be allowed to do with their current PG ratings. Yes, yes, for sure. I played it for uh, I played it for somebody in the industry uh, a few months back, and we did a hardcore match with the weapons and the blood and the physics. And uh, I thought it was so funny because after we were done, he sat there looking at the screen. And he's like, "This isn't just a wrestling game. You guys have made a crime scene simulator." <laughs> i'm like that's it that's our marketing tagline right there man (laughs) it's not a wrestling game it's a crime scene (laughs) i mean in the uh in the current wwe games there's some high flying spots but for you there's this scaffold match which you've mentioned and i remember playing this match so i grab a christmas tree wrapped in barbed wire I think it was either that match or another match, but so I start beating a guy with it. And once he starts bleeding, every subsequent move I do to him, just a gush of just a giant cloud of blood explodes out of his head in a, in a, I don't know how cartoony you were going for. It doesn't come off as cartoony, but it comes off as over the top and I love it. Thank you. And honestly, that was just a happy accident. I mean, the first time that we showed anybody our our physics and the blood systems we had in the game, we just had those systems turned up to 10, like for testing purposes. (laughs) We were like, let's let's turn the physics and the blood all the way on just so we can see what's happening and bug test it and everything. And we'll tame everything down after we've done testing and make it more realistic. But once everybody saw all the insane physics and blood, they forbid us from turning it down. <laughs> yes. Fans are like, no way. Nobody else is offering this. Keep it. Maybe make it optional down the road to have that level of carnage. But uh, we definitely don't want to take it away from people permanently because uh, they're having fun. And that's what wrestling games are supposed to be, right? And and, and plus, too, these days, man, like hardcore deathmatch wrestling um, has never been really explored in a wrestling game. And, I mean, let's face it, nobody wants actual real people to be doing that kind of stuff. Right. I mean, they do it, but nobody wants to see anybody get hurt for a high spot through uh, fluorescent light tubes or something. So let's let's do it in a wrestling game instead. Yeah, and it works. And, and the other thing I was going to say, besides the you know weapons like Christmas trees wrapped in barbed wire, which is the, that's the best weapon in any wrestling game. <laughs> Ever I'm, I'm, is is the scaffold match, and like you said, those physics were not around. I mean, the maybe not the physics, but the capabilities. It just didn't seem like a thing you could do on N sixty four. I don't think, and I've never seen a scaffold match in another wrestling game. 
And the, the mechanics work shockingly well. I mean, even at this stage in the development process, you climb up on that scaffold and you start fighting a guy and my guy would clip once in a while, but he would always zoom right back on the scaffold. I mean, there was never anything really crazy where my guy was flying off in the crowd or anything totally outrageous happened. And it worked well enough to, like you said, I could beat the tar out of the other guy, ended up using my special. And when you scoop slam a guy off a scaffold into the middle of the ring and there's ragdoll physics, it's it's the most satisfying thing. It delivers that that experience that, you know, wrestling game fans really want to get. Right. I'm so glad you thank you, man, because that's that's where we can kind of carve out a place for ourselves. We own the marketplace, not to to go off sounding too much like marketing jackass or anything, but we are competing with all sorts of other video games out there and wrestling games themselves. I mean, like it or not, we're competing with WWE 2K stuff. I mean, we already suffer because we, we don't have their brand, we don't have their budget, we don't have their team size, we don't have the time and resources. We've got the talent to make a game that good, but we don't have the team size to make it that big and that deep. So the thing we always ask ourselves whenever we're adding anything new to the game is what can we do that the WWE won't or can't. So it was a blessing in disguise, you know. I know a lot of people complain when WWE went uh, PG rated, but from our point of view, it was like hallelujah. Now we can be Grand Theft Auto Wrestling. So is the X in Pro Wrestling X for like Extreme or Triple X or any particular kind of X? Funny story, I I picked that name almost immediately back in the day when we first started. And it was a combination of a few things. Uh, one, I wanted to register a domain name that would be easy for anybody to remember. <laughs> so hmm. pro, rest, pro wrestling was taken, so I slapped an X on it, and it wasn't taken, so I registered it. And then we started thinking. We wanted to do all these grand sort of ideas with the game. We wanted to have hardcore wrestling, lucha libre, women's wrestling. So it kind of became a thing where X equals whatever you want it to, like – Pro Wrestling X could be Pro Wrestling Hardcore one day, Pro Wrestling Lucha another day or something. We haven't gotten that far yet where we've got all that stuff happening yet in Pro Wrestling X, but it was really just about picking an, uh, an easy name to remember, and hopefully the X would lend itself to a fun logo. And this was uh, just on the tail end of the whole extreme movement where everything was extreme. So the X actually was a bit goofy for a while, but now it's been around so long that we kind of own it. <laughs> yeah, somehow it just like feels right, and it all feels very coherent and everything. And I want to talk about it's available right now on Steam Greenlight, right? Or Steam Early Access. What's the difference? Uh, Steam Early Access. Steam Greenlight was actually a campaign that Steam let developers run a few years ago to even get on the Steam platform. You had to get so many votes on this Greenlight campaign for your project before Steam would let you sell your game on the on the platform. Now, Greenlight's no longer a thing. You can pay your 100 or 200 bucks and you can put any game on Steam. So the marketplace is getting a little bit crowded there. It certainly is easier to get on Steam, but I'm proud to say that we were the first wrestling game on Steam and we got on there the hard way, man. It took us almost almost a year in the Steam Greenlight campaign, pushing and pushing one vote at a time to get enough votes to get on the platform. So, man, when we got, when we, when they announced that we had passed and we were going to be, uh, 
available on Steam. That had to have been one of the highlights uh, since the beginning of this project, man. Getting on Steam was like a holy grail back in the day. Yeah, I bet. Because right now you can buy Pro Wrestling X for $9.99, the early access game. And then as it develops, people who already have the game will receive the latest updates, right? And as you approach that kind of 1.0 completed build, that's when you'll raise it slightly to the more complete full price, I'm guessing? Yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, too, that makes it a little bit uh, kind of funky with the whole early access program on Steam. Early access is kind of a games in progress, not quite finished games, you know, but people can play them while we develop them and add their input and stuff. So it's kind of a neat program. But the idea is you eventually will one day leave early access and go into what they call like, you know, full release, like regular release on the Steam store, right? But one thing we've kind of come to realize is uh, we'll never be finished this game, not because we, we can't get it to a certain size. It's just that... I don't think there'll ever come a day where it'll be nothing new I want to add to Pro Wrestling X. And for better or for worse, the great thing about uh, the PC platform and the ability to update a game whenever you want is you don't have to stick a fork in it ever and call it finished. So, I mean, we will leave early access when the game is can be considered a quote-unquote complete game. But uh, we'll continue updating it and adding to it and expanding it as though it were an early access. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Pro Wrestling X forever is not a terrible tagline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? And what, what would you consider your 1.0 release? I'm actually looking at the Steam page. It looks like you want some movement smoothed out. You want a handful of grapple moves, a variety, slight variety of grapple moves available, striking submissions, some extras. It seems to me like you're pretty close to it based on the build that I've played. We really are. It's just a matter of fleshing out some more content and killing those bugs and glitches that get, that pop up as you keep playing it, right? Um, so, yeah, it just needs a bit more content to be considered a complete game. Even at $9.99, we want to add more content to, to get people their money's worth, right? Like more moves and more uh, creator wrestler parts to play with and the creator wrestler and uh, things like that. Championship mode where you can beat a few guys up and, and win the belt kind of thing. But um, one thing we're doing right now that we really want to complete um, before we consider getting out of early access is we're doing a really major engine upgrade. We have put so much stuff into the current version of Pro Wrestling X on this older engine that we're really pushing it to its limit. And uh, older machines can can kind of chug along trying to keep the frame rate up, right? So we, we're porting everything over to a, a newer version of the engine and we've been showing people progress on Twitch with how it's going and everything is just going so much better and smoother with the way the animations look and, and go together and the frame rates are really high and great and and the lighting and everything is, is performing so much better that we'll feel we'll feel really good about getting out of early access uh, with this new update we've got coming nice very cool for my impressions just so the audience knows first of all there's a negative review on early access by some guy named cody toz that is not me I am a different Cody. I just scrolled down and saw that, and I am mortified. Shame on you, Cody Toz. How dare you? This is a project of love, and you know what? It's not even finished yet, so take your dirty words back. You know, man, we get uh, – you follow the Steam reviews, and it's it's funny because when it's about – 
recommending or not recommending the game on Steam. I fully respect anyone who doesn't recommend the game yet, but will list reasons why, things that we can actually address, and, and they're cool about it. In fact, uh, it's almost a, a badge of honor. I've I've actually talked to a, a fair amount of people who've, who've left the uh, do not recommend reviews, and we've listened to their feedback, updated the game, and they've flipped their reviews to recommend, which nice. is great. Yeah. But yeah, every once in a while, it's weird. You'll get these really weird, hateful hateful reviews you can't help but laugh because people say this game is worse than Hitler and it's not finished and we're thinking well for one nothing's worse than Hitler and also (laughs) also it's Right there in the title, early access, unfinished. Our, our trailer, our video on the Steam page is a big flashing warning almost saying this game is not finished. And yet still people like buy it without reading it and they go, hey, it's not finished, man. That's yeah. <laughs> I will be totally straight with you. I heard about this game. I got super interested as soon as I heard about it, right? Went to this page, checked out a couple of the reviews, saw some of the thumbs downs, and I'm like, oh, man, that's a letdown. I was really pretty excited about this game and it looks like all these people are not recommending it then i checked it out i am dead serious with you it, it exceeded all expectations so wow. don't let the reviews turn you off now like you've said a bunch of times dave it is definitely not a finished game and there are there are bugs to be worked out but it certainly is not unplayable you can certainly jump into a one-on-one wrestling match and have a good time and that's what matters you can jump in and the controls make sense and the the xbox 360 controller compatible it's all responsive you can you can jump in there and you can have a wrestling match and how much more done do you want it to be you know i mean yeah would it be great if i could have a nine person uh, hell in a cell match where everything worked totally flawlessly and they're like 800 weapons or something whatever like okay great but in terms of the, the at least the basic experience and in even a couple of the other matches i did like you said the scaffold match even with stuff like that it's like okay cool all right i just wrestled the scaffold match it was fine it works so uh i mean maybe it's just because the bar was set very very low but like really i played it and i'm like i mean this game's in good pretty good shape <laughs> so thank you man it's been uh iteration after iteration i mean if you saw what we first launched with on steam the first version of the game on steam just had two wrestlers in a ring no crowd no entrance ramp stage nothing and it only had one move it had a brain buster and a punch Ooh, brain buster's a good move though it is (laughs) we jokingly called it our brain buster simulator (laughs) and that's what we launched with on steam so not to toot our own horn man but if you actually kind of sit there and parse out exactly how much has gone into that version that you see on steam right now it's ridiculous We, we recently did like uh just for the boring business end of things, we had to do a, a list of assets uh, for the accountant and actually listing out all of the art assets, animations and models and textures. It's ridiculous how much content you need to have a wrestling match. You want to make a first person shooter. All you need is pretty much walk forward, left, right and shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to make a wrestling game, to be able to climb in and out of the ring through the ropes on the turnbuckle to slap on pinning moves, submissions, loops, reversals, tap outs and grapple positions and Irish whips and running and taunting like like that is months worth of work for an animator just to get enough animations where you can, you, you can even have like a proof 
proof of concept wrestling match. So I'm really proud of the work our guys have done. They're just, they are relentless. Not too much time passes where someone isn't submitting something new to improve the game and at least a baby step, you know? Very cool. I wanted to have you on this podcast because number one, I, I tried it out. I think it's a cool game. Number two, I think it's a cool project and it's a cool story. And you don't come across that many things like this that are done legally because you hear things about, oh, somebody's trying to redevelop the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time with updated graphics. Okay, well, there's a cease and desist before you even finish that sentence. <laughs> People that want to make unofficial sequels to Chrono Trigger, same thing. Square Enix is putting their boot on that neck. And so it's it's rare, I think, that you get a passionate, very, very passionate gamer, a group of gamers that want to get behind a project and they, they see a need that needs filling it's not just we want to capitalize on the popularity of this franchise or we want to use licensed characters because we can't come up with our own thing. It's we see a need, we see a demand for this, and we're going to do it. And damn it, if it takes 15 years to do it, we're going to do it. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, so. well, you know, man, the way I always figured it, obviously when I started this project, I was hoping I would have my dream wrestling game in my hands in the matter of a year or two, not taking this long right but you know when you look at it i this much time was going to pass regardless of what i was doing with my life so why not make a wrestling game man like i'm quite happy with the way things are right now and yeah you know it's it's had a really long and we've had quite the history this game has seen everything from near-death experiences to <sighs> lawsuits and all sorts of fun stuff mm -hmm. to keep it interesting but uh, hell, man, life wouldn't be uh, fun if it was easy, and we're having a lot of fun, and uh, we get to play this uh, cool little wrestling game, and nobody, nobody can tell us what we can or can't do with this game, and that's so exciting, you know? That is always one of the most exciting things in life, I think, anywhere. So you've got different kinds of cage matches, two out of three falls matches, different hardcore matches, a create-a-wrestler mode, you've got a championship mode where you can swap the belts with people what what do you think is the coolest feature right now or what are you looking forward to the most i think what's most intriguing is the random possibilities with the physics and breakable climbable objects in the game i mean i'm a i'm a kind of a wrestling game purist usually when i play a wrestling game i just like one-on-one -on -one exhibition matches in a ring but um we've really started to kind of kind of you know crack the code on what might be new and exciting in a wrestling game in terms of random kind of possibilities with physics and weapons and climbing and stuff. I mean, most wrestling games, you know, everything is animated from the first frame to the last frame and everything kind of happens the way it's scripted to happen. But I can't wait to start balancing ladders on the edge of the ropes and running up with them and seesawing off of them using real-time physics and clocking guys in the head with the end of the ladder and stuff. This game is really shaping up to be almost like a wrestling sandbox where you fire up a match and you better be recording video because some insane stuff is going to happen that you might not ever be able to recreate. Well, is there anything else you want to mention about the game before we let you go? I know we've had you on for quite a bit, so thanks again for hanging on with me. I just want to thank you, man. I, I mean, we are so blessed that uh, anyone gives a flying crap about what we're doing out here with our little wrestling game. It's just so 
it's so nice and reaffirming because you know how it is online toxic cultures you, there sure is a lot of people wanting you to fail and happy to laugh at you when you have a bad day so it's really awesome to actually hear from someone who actually wants you to succeed <laughs> and be positive <laughs> so i mean you know i, I just want to invite everyone listening come follow us on, online prowrestlingx.com we're on facebook and instagram prowrestlingx i follow you on twitter thanks man but well, we, we shoot out newsletters uh every week we shoot out a newsletter and update people with what's going on we we might be the most transparently developed game in history the good and the bad news comes out every week with with what we're doing and we just like sharing that with people and We've been told by more than a few people that as cool as the game is, they really appreciate following the real people, the story behind making the game. It's such a wrestling thing, so meta. Yeah, I know, Like, wrestling fans are so into the stuff behind the scenes and the contract negotiations. It's it's such a wrestling thing. It, It makes sense that it translates into the development of a wrestling game, I think. Oh, it's totally true, man. Like, even as a wrestling fan, I I know that as far as my wrestling entertainment is concerned, I I think maybe 10% of it is watching actual wrestling. The rest is reading about wrestling and watching wrestling documentaries and and just learning about it, you know, as opposed to watching the actual product. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I think most non-wrestling fans miss that about it. They Mm. say, why do you want to see a bunch of dudes pretend to fight each other? And it's like, no, no, no. There's just so much, so much more that goes into it. Oh, yeah. Especially now you know with uh when we started developing this game i mean not to sound like an old get off my lawn kind of old man but i mean when we started this there was no kickstarter there was no real social media even we started this with a a email newsletter and uh microsoft word that was what we use for tools these days there's so many people wanting to like make their own games and stuff and the tools are out there to make them that I think uh, it's really, really fun to be able to to help people avoid our mistakes and learn from our story and watch us do what we do so you don't have to make the same mistakes, you know? So it's really fun being able to share that and, and see other, other game developers and wrestling game developers come along. Mind you, there have been more wrestling games announced that never got past the concept stage since we started as opposed to ones that have actually released anything so people aren't shy about saying wow this game has been in development for a long time and i know other developers have have managed to complete games in that amount of time and and yeah but what you don't hear about is all the games that never made it past day one yeah right last question just to wrap up uh top three favorite wrestlers top three favorite wrestlers Brett the Hitman Hart. I knew you were going to say that. Is that <laughs> that my stereotyping? Because you're Canadian. <laughs> oh, it's it's it, it it is stereotyping because it is true. We are also legally required to boo Shawn Michaels whenever we see him. <laughs> so he's not in your top three. Yeah, AJ Styles. Uh, because back in the day when we started this project, he was a member of our crew back before he even started wrestling for. Uh, the TNA weekly pay-per-views. He was working with us talking about game design and stuff. You know? no. so, so to see him, when he went to WWE and debuted and, oh man, it was, it, it felt good. It was like seeing one of your, one of your friends make it big. Oh, so. That's so cool. That was awesome. And I have to say, man, uh, one of my other favorite wrestlers again, cause I'm a Canadian boy at heart, uh, TJ Wilson, Tyson kid, man. Um, I, I wish I could still watch him wrestle, but he's doing good producing in the WWE right now. So, yeah, not, not doing too bad. Again, thanks for joining me, Dave. You can visit ProWrestlingX.com or follow ProWrestlingX on Twitter, Facebook, 
And check out their weekly email list if you want updates. You can also pick up the game on Steam, early access. I'm going to have links to all of this stuff in the description of the podcast and the show notes today. So, yeah, check it out. Give it a follow. If you like wrestling games, this is the project to keep an eye on. And again, you know, not to overpromise. We've both said this before. It is still early access. It's not yep. 100% there. But, man, you know, darned if it's not in good enough shape to play. Like I said, it's it's just don't listen to the haters. The haters are just drinking Haterade, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm over it. Yep. yep. <laughs> we, have, uh, we have shown up every week to update everybody on what's going on, good or bad. So, yeah, it's been a while, but you can always count on the Pro Wrestling X team to – to show up and take our swing at bat and try to make the game better so by all means follow us and check it out man and thank you so much i'm so stoked to have uh, been invited to do this with you